Life is going to give you challenges, struggles. It's going to force you to face your fears. Even though these may feel like your worst enemy, in truth, these are actually your greatest allies. My name is Lance Isios. Welcome to the University of Adversity. All right, here we go, everybody. Welcome back to University of Adversity. I'm your host, Lance Isios. If you're new to the show, welcome. Welcome to the family. All you regular listeners, welcome back. We are, well, I am doing another solo episode as promised because I really want to give you guys some insight into this book that is going to be coming out. My new book, Mastering Adversity, Unlock the Warrior Within and Turn Your Biggest Struggles into Your Greatest Gifts. Doing these solo episodes because I really want to not only you know, give you a little sneak peek about the book, but I actually like teaching the concepts because the more I teach them, the more, the better it's going to be for me when I do, you know, speaking on stages and that kind of thing. Because, you know, when you, when you write a book and then you take time off it, it's kind of like, oh yeah, like how do, how does this all tie in together? You know, the theories of it and stuff. So there's like a lot of stories from my own life tied in with the formulas and, and, you know, the way we've, we've we created it so it's good for me to sort of refresh because i'm going to be talking about this a lot especially on like different podcasts so today solo episode i'm recording this on my couch in buenos aires argentina i arrived here a few days ago from rio brazil and i did a funny instagram story showing you guys the setup that I have, I literally have my laptop on my suitcase. I got like a broken ring light in the back being held together in a plastic bag. I got this thing on the side holding up my side camera. So if you guys watching on YouTube, I'm going to be looking at the camera, my phone camera as well. That's why I'm looking to the side because we're catching both the footage and uh, yeah, but this is great. And I'm going to be, this is, this is the spot. I'm just hoping tomorrow when I, I, when I have, or when I do other interviews, I'm hoping the light's going to be okay. But right now it's in the evening, so it's good. And yeah, I'm feeling really good too. My brain feels really good right now. It's kind of, it's kind of late too. It's almost nine o'clock, but let's get into it. So I want to talk to you guys about, as I mentioned, there's the five A's that we talk about in mastering adversity, right? The first one we covered last week is awareness, the most important step for moving through adversity. This week, number two is going to be acceptance. And I'm going to talk about what acceptance is, and I'm going to tie in together the victim archetype that, that some of you, if you've taken the warrior quiz, you'll understand the victim archetype, which shows up. There's, there's the victim. There's a distractor, there's a fixer, and there's the warrior, right? We'll talk about how the victim ties into, into the acceptance A and what the antidote for being a victim is. Now, again, this, these, these archetypes, they show up in all of our lives at different times, right? They really do. You could even experience all of them in the same day. But again, in order to be aware, 
in order to identify that they're showing up, you need to be aware, right? And the second one, we're, we're going to talk about acceptance today. So what does acceptance mean? Acceptance means fully embracing and accepting the present moment for what it is, whether it's good, whether it's bad, whatever. A lot of times we put labels on things that if something feels good, then it's good. And if, it's, if it feels bad, then it's bad. But that's not necessarily true, right? Because as we know, if things are challenging, usually the outcome is something of growth or there's some sort of fulfillment on the other side. And sometimes too much, when things are too easy, we don't appreciate it as much and things get you know, stagnant. We don't learn anything. So it's an interesting thing because we want life to flow. We want things to be easy, but it's easy to get into autopilot and for things not to challenge us. That's why it's so important to just be grateful for the, for the present moment in general, right? When, when things are great, celebrate them. Don't get too high. Things are bad. Accept them. Don't get too low. And it's just really about bracing the present moment without the stories of the past clouding your judgment. And now this isn't as easy as, as just saying it or doing it. It's just a, it's a practice. And like I said, I'll say it over and over again. I talk about it in the book is it's not about being perfect. Nobody's perfect, but when you can, when you can just embrace a situation and accept it for what it is, then you can do the necessary things that you need to move forward. Okay. Now I want to talk about the victim archetype. And when I talked about this in my book in pertaining to relationships, now I, when I was younger, moved away from my, my family when I was young, when I was 11 years old and it, it, it devastated me. It broke my heart and I didn't realize how painful it was at the time, but I missed my mom so much that it like, I remember just feeling so sick about it. Cause back then, you know, you, we could only call long distance a certain amount and like, it, it was just, it was so hard, you know? And I remember just missing that my mom, right. And there was times I wouldn't see her for over a year or two years. And I started to notice that I, felt validation the only time i really felt valid is when i was getting attention from girls the opposite sex you know when i was a kid because i felt really lost i felt i felt confused i felt like you know you know because part of me was was felt broken because my family and especially my mom my brother and i had a really close bond with my family that age and moving away, there was this void. And it seemed to be that I was, I developed this pattern of seeking validation for, from women. And that was how I got my validation. So if somebody thought I was good looking or I got attention, then that's the validation I got. And as I started to get older and older, and, and I, I used to seek that in women, it was almost like I was seeking a mother-like figure because I didn't have that in my life as a teenager, right? And, you know, my mom and, and all of us did our best to be able to visit each other once a year, but it was a, 
there was a lot of crazy shit that went on in my teen years with stepmoms and step families and you know all of it but it was all part of how who i am today so i'm not going to sit here and say it was all bad because it was meant to happen that way but i found that i became this almost like this this victim had this victim mentality like when i got into relationships so it was almost like i was seeking this seeking this trying to fill this void that i didn't even know and now looking back i understand why i did it right and how i would show up in relationships it was just your classic it's your fault nothing is my fault it's all your fault and i just it was this habit that i started to become and i'm sure a lot of you can relate right when we get into relationships like how often do we just automatically blame the other person we attack if we feel insecure like it it just becomes like it's all about them and it has nothing to do with us and we just don't take any ownership and i found that to be so be the case in all my relationships and it was like that as well in my in our my family dynamic you know, a lot of us, whenever we would fight, it was always the other person. It was never taking ownership and accountability, but that was what I learned, right? And that's all my my parents knew too. That was kind of how it went. A fight happens, it's your fault. It's your fault. It's not to do with me. And it's rare that anybody takes complete ownership, right? And, you know, it's funny because as I started to get into these relationships, they, I would find I was attracting people that were sort of the same way I was. And it was just a back and forth two victims just going at it, trying to seek wholeness from each other. And then there'd be this jealousy or there'd be this like this fear of losing the other person or this lack of trust or this, this, this blame. And it wasn't until, you know, later on in my life, once I started doing the healing work that I started to understand that I needed less validation from the other person. And I didn't really need, like, I used to think I needed this woman in my life to make me whole. But as I started to heal, I started to realize I needed it less and less. So my latest relationship three years ago is interesting because she helped me through so much stuff, you know, through a couple different deaths. She was, she was there for me, but we grew apart. And as I started to heal, I realized I needed her less and less. And I think that's kind of what drove us sort of apart is, you know, she needed something that I wasn't giving her and vice versa. And then she met a guy and ended up getting married and having a kid with him. But it's because while I was in that relationship, I was doing a lot of personal development work. You know, I was doing the podcast and, you know, she was, you know, almost 10 years younger than me. So she didn't really... She wasn't really, you know, into the same sort of stuff, which is which was fine. And we just sort of floated on different frequencies and 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 we ended up, you know, breaking up. And but then I realized that I looked at that relationship and I really looked at it and understood that I looked at it from a different perspective. I didn't look at it from being a victim. I really looked at like how did I show up and what happened, even speaking about it now, right? The old me would have been like oh she went with some dude and blah 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 like you know what a bitch it's all her fault but i'm like no 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 there's a reason it happened and i was just as much of a part of it as as that as her right and that was me 
realizing the ownership, which is the, the antidote to being a victim, is ownership, right? It's complete accountability for how you're showing up. It's the acceptance of everything that is without labeling it. And then it's realizing like, okay, where did I go wrong? What did I do right? How can I be better next time? Right? Because that's that was the choice. I could have easily just found all the reasons to blame her, right? Like I did in past relationships. And it felt very liberating to be able to go, all right, you know, you didn't, you didn't show up like you, you should have, you, 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 you know, maybe this should have ended sooner, you know, maybe you should have, you know, but I really took it on myself and I changed the pro the way I looked at it. And now I'm happy for her. Like I haven't talked to her in years, but like, you know, I'm, I'm happy for her and that is healing for me. Right. And I speak about that relationship specifically because it was my last long relationship and that relationship, I really, I changed a lot. I was a fucking nightmare in the beginning of that relationship. I was a, I was a drunk, you know, nightmare as you guys, you'll read about it in my book. And, you know, it was just interesting because I, I slowly stepped out of that victim role and stuck more into the warrior, which is complete ownership, right? I'll say it again. The antidote for when you're being a victim is ownership, is account accountability. Now, ask yourself right now when you're showing up as a victim, it doesn't have to be in a relationship, but even on social media or even how you act, how many times do we just want to jump and react emotionally and blame somebody and blame somebody? It may, very may well be that person is in the wrong, but how are you? going to show up in ownership for what you can do, right? There's always a way. There's always a way. And that is the key. So being able to accept the present moment, right? Being able to accept people, and I'll use relationships, like being able to look at them and be like, all right, like this person, we did our best. I did my best. And that's it. You know, and it's it's just accepting it for what it is. And when you can accept it for what it is, you can look and take inventory and you can just go and go, all right, there was a lot of wins. There are some things that couldn't have gone right or didn't go right. And they, you know, here we are. So each relationship is a teacher, right? Each relationship is, it teaches us so much about ourselves. It's a mirror and it's a real good opportunity for us to learn about ourselves, right? Because just because it didn't work out, doesn't mean that it wasn't a, a, like a vital part of your life, right? It's like we have this idea that if we break up with somebody that it's a failure and it, it's not. And that right there is having ownership. That right there is accepting that it didn't work out and that's okay because it wasn't meant to. They were only supposed to be there for a certain part of your life, right? Life is a journey. It's, it's, we, we can't always think that the outcome, like we can't always expect the outcome that if it doesn't, is it, if it isn't favorable to what we think that it's a failure. And I've talked about this before. So that's key. So acceptance, acceptance for what it is, the person, yourself, the more you can accept yourself on how you showed up, 
the more you can love yourself, the more, and I'm not just saying love yourself, love yourself. I'm talking like the, the, you, in order to fully embrace self-love, you have to love all the dark in your, in yourself in the past and all the shit. Right. And I've talked about this in my ayahuasca journey. That was one of the big things is that I still struggle with this loving the part of me that has done a lot of shit that I'm not proud of still to this day. But at the end of the day, I'm human, right? You're human. And we have to embrace it all. And that is acceptance. The loving, the good, the bad, the ugly, because it's all part of us who we are, right? Sometimes we got to do the dumb shit. We got to go through the stuff. And and that's it, right? So <clears throat> that's a big part. So keep that in mind, you guys. Keep that in mind. You know, victim, the victim archetype does nobody any good. We've all been there, but just remember ownership, complete ownership for your life is an empowering feeling. And if you can remember that when you step into a victim role, you start to blame, you start to turn into, you know, the scarcity mindset and all this, remember that it's not, you're not serving yourself or anybody else. And I'll give you a story. I wasn't going to talk about this, but this is a bonus part to this. And I might as well be completely transparent. I fell off my seven and a half months sobriety. I was sober. And the other night I had drinks. I decided to have wine with dinner because I'm in Argentina. I wanted to have Malbec with steak. And that was fine. It was an amazing dinner with an old friend and her husband. It was awesome. But then I decided to keep it going. And then we ended up going and having drinks. And the old me came back and... I woke up feeling like an absolute bag of shit. And for the last day and a half, I, I played the victim mode. I was like, man, what are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And, you know, because I put a lot of pressure on myself. I'm very like, oh, Lance, you're writing a book now. You're, you're supposed to be seen as this like role model. You're, you're supposed to like, you're, you're not supposed to fuck up like that anymore, you know? And that, that's what's been going on in my mind. And I'm like, oh man, like, what are you, some kind of fucking imposter? Like you can't even keep it together and all this stuff. And, 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 and it really, it really hurt a little bit. And I really was like playing the victim. And I'm like, wait a second, fuck that. Let's just, and you know, my buddy, my buddy Dustin, who I'm traveling with, he's like, he says to me, he's like, man, just, just accept that you did it. And, you know, we had fun, like just move on. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? That's the problem sometimes. This is why I stopped drinking in general because I get so mentally, it, it makes me start to doubt myself. I start to get anxiety. And this is, it, it made, it was almost like a perfect thing because I went through this and now I don't want to touch it again for a while because that, that feeling of feeling anxious and hungover, it fucking sucks. But I wanted to be honest with you guys because, you know, you know, after being sober for a while, I'm like, yeah, I'm on top of the world. I feel like good. Like I'm like, you know, did 75 hard, all this stuff. And then boom, I fall off and I drink. And then, but I, I have to see, I have to accept. And I am accepting that I'm human. And regardless of if, you know, I have this vision of myself of being a leader in this, in the world of personal development or whatever, I'm fucking human. And I'm going to share this shit with you guys. 
You know, like I made a mistake. I didn't make a mistake. I chose to do it, but I took it a little bit overboard. So I want to be honest, but see, I had to step out of the victim mode and into the warrior, which is full ownership. I did it. I owned it. I was like, all right, well, you know, you know better. Just let's move on. I went to the gym, made myself some food. I feel better. And I'm recording this podcast and I feel pretty damn good. So that's classic real time me going from victim into ownership. And you guys, I encourage you to do the same. Nobody's perfect. No matter who the fuck you are, whether you, you know, the Tony Robbins of the world or the, the famous athletes, we all, we all fall off. We make mistakes. And I just have this history of beating myself up for stupid things. And it's unnecessary. This is part of the self-love that I was taught in ayahuasca, yet I still feel like I haven't learned the lesson fully. Right, I have to love the stuff that I do as well, the the mistakes because now I learn every time. So I wanted to share that with you guys, and it's funny because you know the story about how I was before the relationships. It kind of ties into the victim stuff. So I uh, yeah, that's it. You know, here we are, and uh, we're gonna keep this short. We're at what twenty one minutes? Perfect. I think the last episode was 22 minutes. I'm going to keep these short for you guys, but I hope you got some value from that. You know, we're going to continue to the book comes out September 21st. I'm going to give you guys some short episodes and then we're going to go back to all of the guest episodes. We got a lot backed up. So I'm probably going to have to go and do like three releases a week for a little while because we've got some badasses. I'm interviewing Mark Groves tomorrow. If you guys don't know him, he's freaking amazing. Create the love. He's been around for ages and I got a bunch that have recorded that we got to release. So yeah, that's it guys. I hope you enjoyed that. And if you aren't subscribed to the podcast yet, make sure to go do so, you know, on Apple subscribe. And I mean, what you hit the follow button on Spotify and we're available on YouTube now as well. So give that YouTube channel some love, trying to grow it a bit. I got to start making more videos on there, but for now we got the podcast, but I, I would love to see here, see you guys get on there. Like to, I think we're, Nice to hit a thousand subscribers. I think we're on our way to 500. So anyways, if you guys got value, share this with somebody who needs it, you know, let me know. And let me know if you guys want to hear, you know, like what, what kind of things you want me to talk about as well. Cause sometimes, sometimes I, I just, I need some feedback from you guys. All right. But like I said, we're going to be continuing the book stuff for the next few weeks. And I can't wait to share that with you. All right. Much love everybody. We'll catch you next time.